0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Wake Up. Here's what's going on in Hollywood, the media biz, and social platforms on Friday, June 26th, 2020. Woohoo, Friday. With Tenet, the NFL, HBO Max, WME, Hulu, Facebook, and the Dixie Chicks all making news. Plus, a look at your weekend entertainment options in the FSS feed. And a cheers to Friday with my favorite non-alcoholic beer, Athletic Brewing. Now over to Hollywood. While the chatter yesterday was that Disney would move Mulan's release date, it was Warner Brothers who pulled off a surprise last night, moving the release date for Tenet once again, this time to August 12th. Even though I literally just saw an ad for it on ABC last night saying July 31st, Coincidentally, uh, Governor Cuomo removed movie theaters from the list of Phase 4 openings yesterday, while New York's health officials continue to study outbreaks in other states. So, it's really looking like the country's second largest movie-going market of New York City will not be open for most of the summer. But I guess Warner Brothers is still uh, thinking that New York will come around by August 12th, although I'm more curious what Texas looks like in seven weeks. The runner-up for Unbridled Enthusiasm yesterday goes to NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell, who said he expects to have fans at stadiums this fall when the NFL kicks off their season, and also announced the new Monday Night Football theme song, Are You Ready For Some COVID? However, the NFL also announced yesterday that they've canceled the annual Hall of Fame preseason kickoff game on August 6th. Variety reports that Elizabeth Banks is gonna star in Universal and Scholastic's adaptation of The Magic School Bus, which I'm probably too old to remember. Well, I know I am, Uh, but it seems like something the millennials held dear. Banks is gonna play the teacher, Ms. Frizzle, and also produce the movie, because as most of us are now well aware, teachers can do anything. HBO Max is now the home of all things Marlon Wayans, according to the trades. He signed an overall deal with the streaming service covering scripted, unscripted, and stand-up projects. And his first project will indeed be a stand-up special, followed by a sitcom that he's writing with his producing partner, Rick Alvarez. Michael B. Jordan and his company, Outlier Society, are partnering with Amazon Prime to hold free drive-in theater double features every other Wednesday night this summer, starting July 1st. And the screening events will feature complimentary concessions, all from businesses with black and brown ownership. Twenty drive-in theaters across the U.S. will participate, according to Deadline. And one more departure at WME to round out the week. Agency partner and head of music, Mark Geiger, is leaving the company after 17 years, according to the trades. It was announced as a restructuring, and Geiger did not announce a new professional destination. His duties will now be split among three current co-heads for the department. And to my tally, Geiger is the sixth partner to leave WME in the past month. And let's round things out here with some good news for fans of Normal People. Wait, that can't be right. Deadline reports that Hulu has signed on as the U.S. home for the next project from Normal People creator Sally Rooney called Conversations with Friends. That's based on her book. The BBC had already commissioned it for the U.K. The 12-part show focuses on two female college students in Dublin who form a sexually charged relationship with an older couple. And then they all form a band. No, wait, that's a different project. Uh, In this one, love triangles are created and lives are upended. But I still say give the band thing a shot. Oh, and speaking of sexually charged relationships, Jersey Shore Family Vacation is going to do a season four on MTV, according to Deadline. Somehow, everybody was available. Up next in the media biz and social platforms. The Facebook advertiser boycott just got real. Disney takes the racism out of Splash Mountain. We take a look ahead at your weekend entertainment options with the FSS feed. And of course, today's pop quiz. What year did Jersey Shore first premiere on MTV? The answer after a break for a non-alcoholic beer from Athletic Brewing. And it's Friday, going to be a hot weekend here in New York. And here's why I love Athletic Brewing. Whether you're out for a hike, a bike ride, a run, hell, even a swim in the hot sun, an ice cold Athletic Brew is the perfect drink to cool down with. Or if you're just laying out and getting some sun, drinking booze and sitting out in 90-degree heat in the middle of the day is never really a great idea. And you can drink them as fast as you want and don't have to worry about it. Or have two. Athletics Golden Ale just has 50 calories. Go to athleticbrewing.com shop. They give you free shipping when you order just two six-packs or more. Also a nice bonus, the Golden Ale is gluten removed with under five parts per million for those of you who keep track of those things. They use all organic malts and they ship to all 50 states. Go to athleticbrewing.com slash shop and get your free shipping today when you buy just 12 beers or more. And the direct link is conveniently in the show notes. And look, if you want to send some to me, uh, just saying, this podcast is free. And now the answer to today's pop quiz. Jersey Shore has been making my home state proud to point out that almost all people in the show are not from New Jersey since December of 2009. Other the things people watch in a great recession. Now over to the media biz and social platforms. Well, as Ron Burgundy would say, the Facebook advertiser boycott just went up a notch. According to AdAge, Verizon, who has the country's 10th largest advertising budget, is joining Patagonia, Ben & Jerry's, REI, and The North Face in the Stop Hate for Profit movement, pulling all of their ad spending from Facebook and Instagram until the platforms make changes to their hate content policies. Although Verizon's statement on the matter seems to be more, uh, we're going to withhold our money until you make changes so that our ads never appear next to hate content rather than until you change your overall platform content policing policies. Facebook took in over $70 billion in ad revenue last year, so uh, still a ways to go here. But we'll see what moves Zuck takes to stop the inflow of these headlines and, you know, improve the platforms. Disney's going to retool their Splash Mountain ride, as the Moose out front should have told you. According to the trades, the ride will now be linked to their 2009 film, The Princess and the Frog and not the controversial 1946 movie Song of the South. Yeah, that sounds like a smart call. And the Dixie Chicks will now just be known as the Chicks, losing their association with the Mason-Dixon line. The change has already been made across all of their social media accounts, so you know it's for real. And they also cleared the change with an existing New Zealand band with the same name. Well, that was thoughtful. Their first album in 14 years comes out next month, Uh, meaning the US Chicks, not the Kiwi ones. And the trailer houses were very busy this week, as even more were released yesterday. Links to all are in the show notes, of course. HBO dropped the trailer for their new documentary, Showbiz Kids, which is directed by Alex Winter of Bill & Ted fame, which, well, it's basically what the title says about being a star as a kid. It features interviews with Evan Rachel Wood, Will Wheaton, Jada Pinkett Smith, and Todd Bridges, among others. The docu, which is produced by Ringer Films, airs on HBO July 14th, and don't worry, I'll remind you. Next up is the latest Gerard Butler Save Somebody movie. This time out, it's his family. Oh, how nice. STX released the trailer for Greenland, where a comet heading to Earth breaks up into pieces that seem to keep on falling, thus causing Jerry to get his family to Greenland, where apparently we have bunkers. Huh. STX is going to release that one in August. But Peacock had the busiest day of them all, releasing trailers for all of their launch series that will premiere on the service July 15th including Brave New World and the David Schwimmer comedy, Intelligence. I'll put the link to the deadline piece that assembles them all on one page for easy viewing. Now let's take a look at the new entertainment options to enjoy in the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday ahead in the FSS feed. Universal has another theatrical release in your home or PVOD movie. This week, it's the mostly well-reviewed Jon Stewart political satire called Irresistible, starring Steve Carell and Rose Byrne, which is now available to rent for 20 bucks from your couch. This is the last scheduled PVOD release from Universal, although they really did quite an experiment, releasing an animated family film, a music-themed drama, R-rated comedy, horror thriller, and intellectual satire to get quite a feel for what people will or won't pay for at home. But I guess that's the perk of being owned by the country's largest cable company. Over in the SVOD world, Netflix has the Will Ferrell, Rachel McAdams international singing competition movie, Eurovision Song Contest, which is apparently a solid two hours long. Wow. Amazon Prime adds the former STX theatrical release, My Spy, starring Dave Bautista in the somewhat family comedy. And HBO Max is doing their own extreme squeeze on the theatrical window, adding their Scooby-Doo movie Scoob to the service this weekend, just six weeks after its PVOD release. And the weekend reads and listens. The Hollywood Reporter did a very detailed analysis of a lawsuit involving producer Roy Lee and his former uh, financier, I guess, uh, tobacco empire heir John Middleton. It's a very Hollywood behind-the-scenes read, or I guess some might say underbelly. But uh, I found it fascinating. So the link is in the show notes. And a weekend podcast recommendation for you, Peter Kafka and Ronnie Mola over at Recode launched their multi-part dive into the business history and culture evolution at Netflix. That's Recode's latest addition to their Land of the Giants series. I'm putting the Spotify link to that in the show notes for those inclined or just search Land of the Giants on your favorite podcast platform. And finally, on the TV, all the new stuff is on Sunday, as HBO debuts a six-part docuseries, I'll Be Gone in the Dark, which dives into the story of the Golden State Killer. That one airs at 10 p.m. Black Monday returns to finish out its COVID-paused season, also at 10 p.m. on Showtime. Adult Swim has season 10 of Robot Chicken at 12.15 a.m. And 60 Minutes wraps up their extended season at 7 p.m. on CBS, followed by the BET Awards, which are also airing across pretty much all Viacom networks, and will include just-announced performances by Public Enemy and Nas. Sorry, P.E., but this podcast is straight out of Queens. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you listen to this on Apple Podcasts, uh, please go and give a rating, or maybe share the link on your company Slack. If anything, just to see if anybody reads your posts. Have a good weekend, everybody. I'll see you on Monday. Uh, uh. Now let's get it all in perspective for all y'all enjoyment—a song y'all can step with. Uh, y'all appointed me to bring rap justice, but I ain't five o. Y'all know it's Nas, nice, yo.